Oh, I don't have my sound effects. Ugh, so oh my god, you have to do a podcast with no sound effects. I know it's the worst because I can't, I can't like push a button and then be like, okay, start, stop. What's your safe word? Did you forget to uh, pack your sound effects? What's your safe word? Oh, my sound safe word. <laughs> <laughs> god, see, I tried it so subtly sometime, which is um, 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 Berlin. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And I'm also fresh off a, a plane. I Totally. <laughs> we fresh. are. We have never done this before. Live in Berlin. Well, we've done like we've shows on the road. We've never recorded the podcast the same day it's released. That's that's true. That's true. So Only because this is a first. I I just had the travel day from hell. <laughs> it was a it was a good probably we, we thirty eight hour travel day, mm-hmm. complete with layover, complete with at least a nap or two in a hotel, or not just hotel, but also the airport. Oh my god, it was it was wild trying to get here. Well, and they lost my luggage coming. Thankfully, I, thankfully, I had to go back to the hotel in the airport to get it. They did not lose my luggage, but we are live from Folsom, Berlin, and Daddy, you've been here a little bit. I just literally got here. I'm still wearing my kind of disgusting sweat covered like you outfit sm- that you I smell had. Nice. I, oh, I, I, oh, thank I like you. It. Yeah. What? Because I put deodorant on yesterday. I code switched. No, you're not supposed to do deodorant. It's Folsom just Berlin. For, just for the flight. Oh, and I uh, thank God I did. About thank God I did because my toiletries were in my bag that was checked. So I couldn't <laughs> even get to that. Like I have my like prep and pills and all that, that. Which is pro tip. If you're traveling, always have the medications you need with you. I learned that this trip. Mm-hmm. I, I should have put my medications in my computer bag. Always. I didn't even think of that. I and air tags. Yep, I've got. I have air tags on my stuff, but I even put like a little my my leather vest. I put in there in my my carry on my uh-huh. my puppy hood. Like, don't put the really important stuff that's sentimental if you can, if you can help it, into travel stuff. Yeah. And so, anyway, this is the Folsom Berlin episode. We'll talk about travel. We'll talk about how it's going. We'll talk about shenanigans. Um, but first of all, Daddy, it's so nice to see you. I know. I've, I've, I've missed only, you. I, I haven't seen you in like 10 days. I know. And so the first thing we have to do is work because time constraints. And I hate that. <laughs> but I love you. And we, we had a minute, obviously, before this to catch, catch up, up. Just a little briefly. But sheesh. It has been a couple weeks, right? Um, Literally. So I took off 10 days ago. And uh, I started out in Manchester for Manchester Pride. And I am so glad I did that event. I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, it you was... You never expect to enjoy things over... And that's like, why you enjoy it. If you have no <laughs> expectations, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So the people were so friendly, so warm, so nice. Uh, and it's just such a cute town. And it's got gay bars all around Canal Street. It felt a little bit like New Orleans Mardi Gras. Uh, because they shut down like this five block radius. Everyone, the love, the support, the and people were partying, but not to the point like when we in San Francisco, when it just turns into outrageous party, 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 party. They ended Manchester Pride with a candlelight vigil, and I oh. haven't done one of those in about eight years. Yeah. Um, it was so well produced. Uh, they brought out many people. Um, of all diverse backgrounds. Uh, and then they had this moment of silence that where they paced, passed around candles and you were to remember people who have passed. 
And man, that was a moving moment for me. I just started weeping because I, I thought about people. I'm getting Jerry just Aww. talking about it. I um, I thought about people I hadn't thought about in years. And then I felt ashamed that I hadn't thought of them for years. But then I also... No, that's not... But you're not I know, I know, you're, I know. You're, you're remembering. <laughs> but it was just a wonderful, lovely moment. And yeah. um, I'm so glad. I, Manchester, you really turned out and you showed me the love and I really appreciate it. Well, and you texted me that that was probably your favorite moment it was. so it far. Was and I, that's because I wasn't here, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, I wish you were there to share that. <gasps> me moment. too. Yeah. I mean, I had my nice moments, and and we'll get to that. But I think that that's a really good place to kind of start the podcast. Is like events like this, and the the reasons that we come to them, and mm-hmm. why we're here, which is to celebrate Folsom Berlin. We're here. I mean, Daddy, Daddy came ahead of time to do some work. But I'm here to enjoy the event, to get to see people that we don't normally get to see, mm-hmm. um, and to remember and and pay homage to not only our communities, um, because Folsom is something that did start in San Francisco, but the leather community, the kink community. That's why we're all here to celebrate and enjoy things. Um, and I think that th- this podcast is going to be a little heavy to begin with. Yeah, because the second I landed in Berlin, yeah. it got heavy and it mm-hmm. got, oh my God. And we're not just talking the about the SM. And I did so, not see it coming. Okay. It just was, what did you just say? What? What did you just say? I didn't see it coming. You didn't say it. You didn't pronounce it that way. So, <laughs> did you, did you, uh, anyway, the two on the nose, two on the nose. So, I want to give a quick like uh, content warning and like trigger warning that we're about to talk about some tea, daddy's experiences before I got here. This whole episode is dad tea. Kind, kind of. We'll yeah. try to keep it light and fun, but I want to be very real that we are about to talk about a, I don't even think we can say the word because it'll get banned and flagged. So, we're going to call them nachos. Nachos. We're gonna call them nachos. Well, on on guard, we called them nasties. I, I do you want to call them nasties instead? I do like nachos. I, maybe okay, I'm just nachos. hungry. Well, you will keep it light. Anyway, we're gonna be talking about nasty people that we did not see coming as a topic uh, uh, this week until it happened. Oh, I see what you did. Do you, do, uh, that's what you said a few seconds ago. And I was oh. like, are you kidding? I thought you were joking. <laughs> no. and I was gonna be like, that's not. Um, so, but I wanna I wanna start out by giving that trigger warning. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, maybe halfway through the episode if you're not wanting to listen to this, because there's a lot to say on this and um, a lot to say because inadvertently you were not involved, but you were tagged. You were you were tangent. Do you want to explain? Maybe uh, so, yes. Yeah. So the, the when. Gist? Yes. So I came a week early to do content for my fan sites and so set up a bunch of shoots with different uh, performers and one of them, or two of them, uh, was a couple out of uh, near Manchester. And so we did a shoot in Manchester. And it was a really, really intense scene. And it was really a good scene. It's probably one of the favorite, my favorite scenes I've ever shot. But, um, it, and we parted ways, we said our goodbyes, and then I got to Berlin and I start my DMs started saying, hey, did you realize this person that you just shot with uh, is uh, photographed in full on nacho uniforms? And to be clear, you did not have any nacho play. I, you did no, not no, get there was, involved was in not, any of that? No, no, no. And there was no indication yeah. from either of them that this was a kink that they enjoyed or knew of. So, I mean, I... I don't, do, you know, when I do collabs, I don't do deep dives. And even if I had, it wouldn't have come up. So, yeah, uh, their history was was very. So that's an interesting thing is like this person was outed for, for being into nachos. Yeah. They got too cheesy 
and it, <laughs> it became sorry <laughs> it, i'm trying to use metaphors here and yeah. that might not be perfect but they people within the community knew that they were actively into it yeah that was the interesting so thing and no one had said anything until this last week and that's where so then information starts flying around mm-hmm. uh they were doxed on uh twitter and um it got poof it blew up Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i've seen an issue blow up this much uh, before we've had like puppy gate and uh, and other little things but this one triggered a lot of people and understandably so uh so i got on the phone with the dom and was like hey what the hell is going on he claims to have no knowledge of it and had to go talk to the sub about it um, because the sub was the one that was accused the sub was and the one accused of doing this and not, not just accused the, the pictures are there yeah. they're they're out yeah. there yeah. It, it, yep. and then he, the sub did an apology video um it, which did not land well <laughs> well so and you know why it didn't land well it was kind of don't de- no, not kind of it was tone deaf the comments were turned off like in this grand scheme of YouTube apologies, which I've seen plenty of mm-hmm. them, the second that you do not allow for feedback, you do not take accountability, you do not allow people to tell you what's wrong with things and why to educate you. If you actually care about a situation like that, you don't post and leave. Like you have to be there to take that feedback, that brunt, that that criticism from the community if you yeah. care. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I did. So there were a lot of red flags and a lot of things that happened with that specifically that was just not not okay. Obviously, to begin with, the play. So now now information is flying at us from every which way saying, oh, we knew this and and other people, oh, I didn't know this. And so trying to sort through the messages and trying to figure out who to believe and what to believe um because i don't want to accuse anyone of something that they were ignorant of right um and uh and i'm not saying that they were i'm just saying i i don't like throwing the first stone you wanted to have all the information i needed all the The same way you don't retweet something on twitter without reading the article because then you miss information you wanted to make sure you knew what was going on and i was already seeing the 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 vitriol that happened it was a uh some really mean things were said um and i get that people are in the heat of the moment but like it made it hard to know what was happening yeah. and so you had to you had to read you had to read between the lines to figure out what was going on but you knew at the very heart of it that obviously nachos are bad yeah. like there it was a it was they were and still are because they yeah. do exist in this unfortunately in our culture in at large but there are people that do get into that still we saw literally as this was happening in in like overseas in berlin the 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 Floridian nachos were outside of like Disney right at the same time so yeah. I was like when I got on to Twitter that day I was like oh my god is this trending because of the kink community yeah and no, see and the, the timing and, was unparalleled and, and you know I'm I'm an old man so this has been prevalent in the kink community for quite some time um, I've never seen it so forward facing I have come across it. Uh, I think there was an incident at Inferno where someone tried to wear one of those uniforms and was kicked out. Yeah. Um, uh, this, this kink, 
I've known is there, but usually they do it really privately behind closed doors. So I've never seen it overt. And I want to talk about I want to talk about that as a concept yeah. too. But I want to first say, like, as you were going through this, what was um, kind of the worst timing of it all? I took that day off of Twitter to go oh. to like the hot springs and, so and to relax. Thought your silence and was complicit. No, and, and so I got on the next day. I slept in. And people were like, why haven't you said anything about it? And I was like, what? Like, ah, hadn't had even a moment to look into it. Saw a text from you and then saw your post, which can I say that your post was very nice about it? Like for someone that was not actively involved in it, but was being pulled into it. I think you handled it really well with with what you said. Do you mind if I, I read can, it? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so you you posted on Twitter as you as you should as you need to because there was a picture of you well, hanging wanted, out with the person. I, you know, I wanted to make sure nobody thinks that this was a yeah. kink of mine. Well, you, right? you can't just be like oh, I'm against racism or right. I'm against nachos. You have to be overtly like absolutely yeah. not not allowed not doing that. Right. And so you said um, if someone you just met tells you they're a nacho, don't fuck that nacho. If you've already started fucking someone and they reveal themselves to be a nacho, stop fucking that nacho. It was brought to light that I met and played with a kinkster who was known to own nacho gear and flaunt it after playing with them. I've scrubbed my timeline. I had no knowledge of their history with the kink. And after learning about this, I will not be promoting them anymore. I will not be promoting content or people of that nature. In this house, we do not play or deal with alt-right ignorance. And should anyone be confused, we do not allow it to communicate, fuck, or condone any nacho glorification on this timeline. Because it... it, it the glorification of it is where it gets really dangerous, mm -hmm. right? Because we're seeing it play out in real life, like you just said, in Disney in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're emboldened. Trump emboldened them. Yeah. Right? And those dog whistles emboldened them. Um, and we can't let that happen. This yeah. We can't let it happen. And can I just get, give yeah. a, a, a shout out as well to Dan Savage? Yeah, so that quote is of. from Dan Savage, uh, which I did not put in my tweet. Sorry, Dan. Uh, well, we're giving Dan credit we'll here credit where it's right. due because Dan Dan's tackled this topic a number of times. Like I've looked yeah. into it obviously now and have found many articles where people are asking about this. And, people and of he wrote me personally to to talk about this too. So Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so. exclusives. exclusives. Well, I, and I'm sure he's probably going to cover it on his, his show as well. I'm sure. This coming yeah. week because everyone was asking about it. Everyone was talking about it and everyone had opinions on what kind of play taboo or not is allowed. And I and that's where I want us to like kind of dive in. But I think that I want our opinions first and foremost to be very clear yeah. of we're not okay with nachos. Not at all. Being in this community. Com community. And, yeah. and that is in itself like many taboo kinks inherent inherently like within that kink is the problem that that is existing there mm -hmm. you know and so i want to just be very clear that it is a kink and we aren't here to defend it we are not here to glorify it we are not here to to bring a positive light to it but we are here to educate on it because within this i'm sure you saw lots of comments too as people being not ignorant of the topic but being like i didn't realize insert thing was bad i didn't realize right. insert that thing is bad yeah and and and, and you know i, I kind of want to talk about that for a second yeah. because i have fallen victim to this as well personally so the the dom in this situation claims to have not known brown shirts was a dog whistle mm -hmm. easily googleable googleable thing 
I wasn't really aware of it either until I Googled it um, and white laces. And there's there's little things that you can so do let's, to let's, flatter. So let's not – I, I don't want to speed through this because you're, you're going okay. one, 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 one. Okay. So brown shirts, first off. Okay. Um, and I'm probably going to butcher this. Stummbetelung. We do not speak okay, German. I'm not German, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, essentially known as storm division or stormtroopers part of the the german reich underneath hitler like bad people and they were known to have a certain kind of dress that was a brown shirt that was very uniformly like it's something that you see in a lot of uniforms sure but it was a distinct brown shirt like with black buttons and a tie and it played a significant role under his regime during the the 1920s and 30s and they were known as specifically brown Brown shirts. shirts So that is one thing that a lot of people in this community don't realize. Brown is a very formal looking color, and I get that. But people, the same way we know what our flagging colors are for things, if you're going to wear something like that, you should know what the styling looks like and what people are going to assume. And last night I was at Prince Connect. I counted eight leather brown shirts on different people. So I don't know if they are aware of it or if it's a fashion thing. Well, that's just it, though, is so many younger people specifically that I knew <laughs> that I saw. Yeah, they think it's like poop stuff, you yeah. know, which is, again, not I don't know. Shame in that. But we're we're... If we are not educated on what yeah. we're wearing, on the symbols that we have, we're no better than the people who are like, who are subtly trying to do it because people will assume mm-hmm. that you are into that thing or they might be more educated. And so I think that there needs to be a bit of compassion to people who are ignorant, like legitimately ignorant, mm-hmm. sure, but you don't get a pass because you are wearing gear and you're purchasing gear that has a history to it. Yeah. And if you're not being educated on the history of things and what 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 that means... That is that is a misstep that's going to get you in trouble. And especially when it comes to uniforms. And yeah. we, we covered this on our On Guard Salon uh, thing. We did a whole episode about uniforms where we talked about the specific issue of nachos and police uniforms in our community. Because, you know, we, de- we deal with power dynamics in BDSM. And one of those power exchanges is an authoritative figure in a uniform and those uniforms come in all different shapes and sizes. Right. And it is a turn on for lots of people. Um, it's just knowing which knowing the history of them and how it is triggering to some people, whether you have the emblems on or not, some uniforms, the shape of, uh, the color of style. And the styling yeah. of definitely, harken back to that time and age and, and not just uniform like shirts either but lacing as you kind of mentioned yeah so yeah, i was not aware of that yeah white laces or uh, a boot lace considerably looking at and focusing on the color of white uh is very much known as being a white power or opposed to kind of uh people that are not of certain skin colors they're very much against Right. People that are not white skinned, Um, as well as red laces over boots like uh, are known for indicating the wearer has shed blood for the skinhead movement. See, and we sell red laces at Mr. S, you know, I've seen so many red laces and boots and I Mm -hmm. know people aren't. That's not what they're flagging. They're probably flagging fisting. (laughs) Well, (laughs) even even when looking into the because I wanted to be very thorough, like I'm aware of some of these signs, but I also worked in the back rooms of Mr. S. Yeah. Like when people ask questions and I like looked into it, I was educated and this was forever ago. But even Doc Martens was on a list of problematic things to wear for certain alt-right movements because Doc Martens are very popular with skinheads as well as young people in the 
that kind of walk of life. This is quoting a, a glossary of, of bad things not to wear. Um, and specifically, when worn with red and white laces, you are sending a signal. Yeah. So please use this to not only educate yourself, but educate other people. If you yeah. see someone out in a brown shirt, I, like, them. what would you do? Would you, you tell, just would say, you hey, do you realize them? the symbolism of that? I think what that's you're fair. wearing and wait for their response and their answer. If they don't and it's genuine, just inform them and uh, say maybe that's not something you should wear. Um, and I think that's a key thing, though, in this is like how someone responds. Yeah, because I see everyone just jumping on you like you should have known this. Da, 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 da. Well, that's not what ignorance is. You, if you, If someone's ignorant on a topic, you need to teach them and you need to give them the space to change and understand. Um, and if we don't case, do that, are we just screaming at you? Do we want the change or we just want to scream? I've seen many instances of, and we're not talking about nachos no, uh, right now. I'm talking but about. We're talking about in general when it comes to people reacting. Yeah. There was an instance of a, a sex worker years ago who piled on and called bisexual like performers um like HIV ridden and a number of yeah. other things like that. That was obviously not true. Yeah. Sex workers are so well like tested when it comes to their STIs and STDs. And so many of us are on prep. But the way that the internet reacted to her, it led her to suicide. Yeah. And I I listen, I'm not sympathizing with nachos here, no. but I am sympathizing with people who don't know certain things. Yes. And in this situation, we don't know who knew what specifically. And we're that, not making excuses. We're not claiming to know either. I just think that if people react in a way that that is like, oh my god, I'm I'm sorry, and I didn't know that this thing meant that, I'm going to take people at their word unless unless it can be proven otherwise. And so, people were proving otherwise. Yeah, and so this so. is what I was telling you. I have fallen victim of this myself. So four years ago, I got a mirror cap here in Berlin, and I've been looking for the perfect eagle to put on it. Well, I was dating a dom who's actually Jewish. And I told him I wanted an eagle for my mirror cap. He gave me one for Christmas. It was a little too small for my cap, but I put it on the mirror cap and I um, uh, and I was photographed in this mirror cap uh, with the eagle. Well, somebody DM'd me and said, hey, do you realize that eagle is a symbol of, uh, it was like an early on Nazi eagle. Um, and, oh, I mean, nacho. Um, and so... <laughs> <laughs> so I took so I took it off immediately, right? But I was not aware and I I probably I should have done the research on it, but I I figured my my sir at the time was Jewish. Why would he do that? And <laughs> German. And German. <laughs> so and even he was when you brought it up to him was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. like was very apologetic, didn't mean to, and you immediately got rid of that yes. like but you know and I scrubbed my profile of any imagery like that, but you know, once an image is out there, it's out there. So yeah. I could be accused of the very same thing. You could, but I think that you've you've shown that you learn and that you care. Exactly, and, and, and that's what we need to do. If you see that kind of shit, yes. And educate, sure. But you need to call it out for what it is, which is terrible. Yeah. You know, like this is a, it is a kink that people do. But the, the thing here is like consuming, looking for it, sharing it, asking dealers to make gear for you specific to that kink that mm -hmm. is terrible and taboo and bad yeah. is putting it out there that you want more of it. Right. And that is not okay. And, and that propagates it. 
It does. It propagates it. It creates a space for people to then create more of it and to be incentivized by it. And that we're no. stop. And and that's why it is important to call it out. And I I am happy with the community in calling it out, because if we're just silent about it, then we're complacent. Um, And and I think that's what the community has done all through the 90s and 2000s. We knew it was going on. We just didn't say anything. We said that's happening behind closed doors in private. So we're not calling them out about it. And I think that has changed. I think your generation and the next generation is hyper aware of it. And they're hyper aware of calling these things out, which is actually a good thing. Yeah. Um, so I am proud of the community. I I wish people were a little more respectful and not hateful in some of the comments that they do. Um, but that is just the nature of the Internet. Well, <laughs> I mean, so let's get back to the transgressiveness, but I do want to to piggyback on that comment. When I woke up the day after everyone was like talking about this, I had someone that was like, why aren't you guys talking about this? And I was like, I just woke up. Sorry. <laughs> and they're like, this isn't about you. And I was like, I, I, I realized this specific issue is not about me and I'm not being attacked by this overall and I'm not being harmed by that because I'm not Jewish. But I'm I'm just responding like we're, we're I just woke up and it, I would like to have a minute to read this. And it's then a no win situation, no matter what you're. It, it really wasn't that if, morning. If you respond and too again, quickly, then <laughs> I ain't mad at the person for calling out that they want to hear more about this and they want us to talk about it. I'm just like I don't I don't have information. One second, please. Yeah. And even in trying to be res- responsible and like be like taking accountability, they were like, "It's not about you." And I'm like, "No, I'm not trying to fight you. I'm just saying I need more information." Um. But I want to talk about the transgressiveness of the kinks that we enjoy in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like transgressive sexual fantasies are like they don't arouse us because that we are happy to be aroused by those things. Mm-hmm. They arouse us because they violate social norms and expectations. It's the taboo that is appealing. So when we talk about things like nachos, it's going to be and what I thought was really interesting is. Also, the conversation of politics within just our lives in general, Mm -hmm. but especially how, as you kind of said, your generation kind of kept kink and politics separate. Yeah. But nowadays, if you're not talking about things with a political mind and like politics in mind... Why you, you you can't really you can't talk about it? And you know? the reason is we can't remain silent because po- politics is now coming for us, mm-hmm. just like the nachos. Correct. So we cannot be silent on this. Um, can't let it happen. And yeah, because politics themselves ha- have just been so weird, especially as you said mm-hmm. recently, to admit that like the erotic charge of nacho ideology openly seems distasteful or immoral. If we don't talk about it, it grows. Yeah. And so we can talk about it and be like, no, not allowing that. Don't don't fucking do it. But if we stayed silent on it, then we we get this exact situation of people being uneducated, mm-hmm. ignorant, mm-hmm. whether they knew about it or not, and they're lying or not. It's a bad thing. Yeah. And they're creating space where people think that they're going to be allowed and emboldened to then perpetuate that. Yeah. The second that you let one nacho into your group of people is the second they say, oh, a nacho's allowed here. More nachos should come in this group. And then that group slowly becomes turned into just nachos that push out the people that weren't into nachos. <laughs> you said nachos so many I know, times I'm that sorry. I want Mexican, I'm trying to, I'm I want Mexican food now. <laughs> is there a good Mexican food restaurant in Germany? <laughs> I just don't want Mexican today. We're going to go for God, sushi no. after this, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, we have to look at stuff like, obviously, MAGA. Like, mm-hmm. we have to look at stuff like the proud peoples, you know, mm-hmm. that are that are up, up in arms. And to not talk about 
politics and drag, to not talk about it in kink, to not talk about it in sex, is why we have rules and laws that are coming into effect, not only attacking sex workers, but attacking women for their rights to reproduce and attacking birth control and attacking the trans community. It it, literally, case in point, I'm going to not know the exact quote, but like they came for the trans people and I did not care about them. So then... You know, they came for me after that. You know, and they were talking about the nachos in that quote. I know yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like <laughs> when we don't learn from our, our history, is when it does repeat itself. Yeah. And, and history so it's always important. repeats itself. It really does. So, like within this, yeah, fetishes, kinks are a part of our our sex, but it, it also gets political yeah. because. And <sighs> a lot of it stems from the, the piggybacking, and you know. Tom of Finland was a great artist, but a lot of our kink I- imagery came from those uniform pictures that he drew, which were stunning. Um, but a lot of them had that type of symbolism in them, that power exchange. So the kink community grew up on that um, over the years. Tom of Finland is less known as uh, an artist. We can admire Tom mm -hmm. and not glorify the bad imagery, but also call it out. But he did some. He did. He did. Absolutely. And and nobody's ever called him out on that. Um, He is no longer with us. I know. I know. I know. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I do. And and I would like to think that the the Tom Foundation has tried to like scrub and get Mm -hmm. rid of and not popularize. That'd be a good topic. We should talk to them about that. I'd love to. Tom, get in our inboxes. Mm, but jerk. but what I'm saying is like they they're not they're not glorifying that mm-hmm. that I've seen. No, I haven't seen it in years. But I know it exists. I haven't seen it in years. But it's gotten to the point with with that kind of imagery though that specific parties of the kink variety will ban specific kinds of gear and absolutely will not allow any sort of imagery or or, or iconography. But even as you said, like people are still wearing gear that does fall under what Some, they mean to somebody not. just put on twitter there was someone at prince connect yesterday in a rubber outfit with a oh god a, with a an emblem an emblem Ugh. um which i wouldn't have actually noticed in person because mm-hmm. it was so it was on a white sport kit kind of thing and i would have just thought it was fashion um but it was there and that's 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 a problem that's yeah. a problem we should call that out now, I want to I want to quickly, not quickly, kind of talk about how taboo kinks and fetishes and protesting or a- appropriation of that kind of stuff is important to this topic. Fetish and kink can be used to unpack trauma and subvert taboo things. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely of that mindset. Yep. There's studies that show it. Fine, great. Um, but in this specific topic, we need to, have to talk about the boundaries of ethics intent, harm, respect, and history. Within this, someone, this larger issue that we're talking about specifically to this last week, but in general, somebody purchased gear with iconography and emblems on it, specifically stylized after bad nacho stuff. And somebody made that gear. And a company made it. I still don't know who specifically, but a company made it. That that is that is so wrong. That's not to yeah. do taboo things behind closed doors. That is making that it is knowingly open. doing. That it. is knowingly doing it. Yeah. That is empowering it, putting money to it, and then posting content on the, the fan sites by this person mm-hmm. at the request of someone. Mm-hmm. And that is that that is especially not okay. Yeah, you are creating a market for it. 
milking money and glorifying that kink makes it 50 million times worse, but it's still bad. And so while I'm not here to police others for their kinks and fetishes, I want to be clear that there's just some things we don't fetishize and nachos are one of those things. I agree. Like some people will look at play and they have an attraction to those things that they hate. And that is like a fetish of fear, scorniness. Like I understand that, that, that thing, but like there's a difference between like glorifying being bullied, mm-hmm. you know, and having an older bro that bullies you mm-hmm. and talking about a group that ha- like specifically targeted queer people, but obviously Jewish people as well. Yeah. And genocide happened. Yeah. I also saw, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw one of the tweets saying that the person in question wanted the Dom to put their boot on his neck and call him Nacho Uh, Scum, which doesn't make it better. No. But is an interesting, like, uh, it was was a weird thing to read, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. No, you should feel it's weird. Like, you should feel bad. You should feel gross because well, it's, it's, a- it is, it, it's, it's like um, punishing the nacho for being a nacho. I don't. I, I and, don't and in that, they're glorifying that yeah, in themselves. It's, it's just, I, 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 you know? I was like, that kind of sounds like it's better, but it doesn't. And and it just, it just it makes me squeamish. And I don't know how I feel about that. Well, that's just it. Is that some of. So it does make you squeamish because it's not a it's not fun to think about. Mm-mm. It's not a fun topic. But to to the counterpoint there, people are I saw people arguing like, well, we need to have this kind of content and topics and blah 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 to bring light to the situation. And I I say no. Yeah, no. Because you're sexualizing. And, and that, so the other people were like, name names. And so we we know and 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 what is the image? Show the show the image. Um, no, because you are propagating it at that point. Um, and that's not helping the situation. Like nacho content is bad, but not all content is bad that revolves around nachos. There's, there's movies, there's book, there's literature, obviously teaching history, but it's not glorifying it in a sexually. The sound of music. Sure. One of the most famous movies of all time about nachos. There's erotic fiction that existed in the fifties and sixties that survivors said that they would read about sexy SS guards, like female guards Mm -hmm. that that they, that people have glorified in the past. Um, There are movies of course that talk about the topics. There's uh, Holocaust survivors like Boris Laurie who passed away in 2008, um, but was known for putting together sexualized images of nachos and horror within their art. Hmm. And for them, they were a survivor. They were working through trauma through that. If if you're a kinkster, especially a younger kinkster, that's not a trauma you have to work through. There's the Thankfully. Book, there's the book Mouse sure. uh, that talks about it in cartoon format. So, like, yes, there is art and, and literature and, and pictures that do talk about this topic, but it's very different from our kinks and what we get off to, especially trying to, to do it in this day and age on, on fan sites of all places. Yeah. We don't need that. So I think a good place to kind of shift this conversation mm-hmm. after we've been very clear, given some history, given some background, talked about the topic about taboo kinks versus kinks that just we're not condoning and allowing to be popularized, I think is a how, where do you go from here? How do you how do you learn? How do you grow? At this point is kind of where I say, like, how can I as a kinky person ethically fight against fascism, mm-hmm. but also be aware that fascism still exists in our community? Mm hmm. Like, one thing I would say, um, the first and foremost is just to educate yourself on what fascism is. 
on on what that looks like, on what it sounds like, on symbolisms of it, which we're trying to do here by having conversations about gear. I think also calling it out when we see it, which is exactly what the community did uh, in this instance. Um, I think that's a good thing. Um, but I also think that you need to allow some space for growth and change, because if we really want change, we have to allow for it. Sure. Um, you take people at their word, but yeah. but but if that person tr- shows that their words are not honest, yeah. if they have a, a background that's not super um, ethical, yeah. that's where you 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 call that out e- even more. I, I am not against people being that person who's unafraid, unapologetic to mention politics, not only in their fetish and their kink, but to people that are being problematic ethically when it comes to politics, especially yeah, we don't glorify people that literally made our lives a living hell yeah. that killed people. Yeah. You know, um, I would say, listen and bolster people that are speaking on these topics the same way. I am not going to try to talk about race related things about nacho related things specifically. I'm going to bolster up other people that have talked about it. Who are, who are out in front of it. Mm-hmm. But it is not my place to speak on it as an expert. But I am going to go... Th- like, I go through my Twitter page and I retweet people that are giving factual education-based backgrounds to things like this, specifically. Mm-hmm. Or even pointing towards, like, Dan Savage, who's written on this topic a number of times. Or even pointing to people like... And this is not specific to nachos, but, like, people kept bringing up race play in all of this. Mm-hmm. And I, a friend of the show, Cat Black, has a wonderful topic. She is a, a trans woman of color who has talked about race play and its inherent racism that's just just within the play. Yeah. Like in the perfect world, you wouldn't have nachos, you wouldn't have race play right. because they wouldn't be things that cause trauma and there wouldn't be so much terrible things around that that exists. Yeah. Obviously this isn't the perfect world. We had slavery, we've had nachos, we've had terrible shit like this happen. But to call it out, be unapologetic, help inform, educate what are some other things that come to mind? I mean, be open to critique. Yeah. We're not, no one's perfect. If you make a mistake, apologize sincerely uh, and be accountable. Allow yourself to be accountable. And hopefully that's what these people will do. Yeah. I, again, we, we are not the ones that, that pass judgment here. Right. Because we only know so much. But the community at large gets to decide when someone is accountable when they hold themselves accountable if they actually seem to be honest and ethical um and so far this situation there's not the it, it felt it felt like there was a lot of that missing yeah you don't you don't you don't post an apology that that has locked comments kind of like we said you don't post an apology and disappear to the point where you're not showing that you're growing and learning you don't just make a donation to an organization and then everything's okay yeah. you continue to work you know yeah you show, you tell a community why you did something wrong, where that wrong happened, how you're going to do better. And again, we're, we're sorry that this has been such a heavy topic, but it's I so know. important. And next next week's will be all about yeah. Berlin and the fun we we'll have. We'll talk about sure. the fun that we're about <laughs> to have that now that we're over our travel nightmares. <laughs> and, and the last little bits of like, how can you help? Um, donate and support organizations that do exist. Within this topic, I was reading Dog Boy Bailey. Um, who worked with Recon years ago on topics like this when talking about taboo yeah. and when taboo is good and bad and why. Uh, and they started the United 
Fetishist Against Fascism, or UFAF for short. UFAF. A project that aims to uh, serve as an informative resource and tool for the fetish community in the fight against fascism. Specifically, they started in France. But uh, UFAF aims to state the case of why anti-fascism has a valid and needed place in the fetish community. Uh, from, from Berlin to San Francisco, UFAF seeks to re-energize the politics of our scene, or at the very least, provide a space for those that wish to be political and kinky. Mm. Support people that are ed- educating and informing. Um, within this, I think Dogboy Bailey even said on our site, like we talked about brown shirts and laces. And I was like... That's a resource that needs to be re- like shared yeah, like more. Me, more people need to see this. <laughs> so, I mean, where do we where do we end this specifically? Whew, I don't know, but I, I can't wait for the aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode, um, usually we have a patron specific version, but because of travel being shit um, and just the the day this topic starting out heavy why I, this this version i was just going to make a longer podcast for everybody for everybody because okay. this is a very so important you're getting topic. all our aftercare this is this is something that needs to be specifically <laughs> honed in on please yeah. but if you enjoy the aftercare which is about to come here of us just being silly being lighthearted, talking about our week but being kinky and sex positive still uh you can do that on our patreon yeah please join our patreon you get a special treats and if you enjoy podcasts like this where we do get a little deep sometimes times um thank you for supporting us on patreon but also don't forget to you know support our sponsors which again we're, we're doing all the heavy stuff before this because i don't want y'all to to have to read a, listen to a sponsor ad read i hate <laughs> when podcasts will do like five minutes of ad reads talk about a little bit of the topic and then when you actually get into the topic there's another five minutes of ads we try to keep it nice and spaced yeah but we do want to thank manscape today for shaving us uh, shaving a little shaving off us. Shaving <laughs> us. Thank you for shaving us. Um, and telling you guys all about the new Manscaped Handyman. Now, the Handyman is an all-over facial shaver uh, that re- helps to reduce nicks and cuts, but gives you that nice little bit of stubble that you can choose to shave away completely. Or I know. You, you like that. I, I, I can't of, shave off my off. beard, so I have to use their trimmer. Yeah, no. You you are enjoying the, the beard hedger, the, yeah. which has 20 different adjustable lengths. Uh, helps to hedge and curve and shape your beard lovely with, again, ceramic blades that are meant to reduce nicks and cuts. Have you nicked or cut? I have not nicked or cut. Who's Nick? (laughs) Beyond that, though, Manscaped is here to make sure that you have all the potions and lotions both above and below the waist. They've got the Lawnmower 4.0, which I used before we came on the trip here to make sure my chastity was all shaved down. They've got the Weed Whacker, which keeps my weeds and my nose trimmed. And they also have uh, the Crop Revivers and Preservers. They've got Wipes. For all over your body. Actually, we were. Um, we went through the I could use house. that for traveling. Oh, the the the, 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 the wipes. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> when you can't shower for thirty hours when you're okay. stuck in the Frankfurt we're, Airport. Okay. We're not even. Don't even get me started about that. <laughs> That's Trauma. aftercare. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> anyway, you can go to manscape.com today and use offer code What Daddy What's twenty to get twenty percent off and free shipping in the U.S. Um, you can still check them out if you're not in the U.S. But Again, that is offer code Watts20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. Now, this okay, so how are you after all of that? Ooh, like that that was a deep conversation. It was a deep conversation. I'm good. I feel so truthfully, it was it was a lot to land in Berlin. It's ironic that this all happened when I landed in Berlin. Uh and it was a lot of sorting information and trying to find out the truth and who to believe and whatnot. 
it was uh, emotionally exhausting. And I, I, I want to thank a lot of people reached out to ask how I was doing personally, um, and which kind of touched me. I thought that was sweet. Um, and not to make it about myself, but <laughs> yeah, I, and I would say it's not about you. I know it's not about me, but I'm sure but it was emotionally checking, exhausting. It's nice to know that people cared and they yeah. want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Because I think in all this, I, I didn't see anything that you did as a bad thing. No. You, you, I, and, and while this is the aftercare, t- people are into taboo things. When you get involved with someone, you don't know their, all their kinks. You mm-hmm. don't know all their fetishes. Mm-mm. If you fuck someone as Dan said, and you find out that they do bad stuff, stop fucking the person. Yeah. We all have, have fucked someone who's probably done a very bad thing in their life or voted maybe Republican, you know? And that does not then reflect on you as a person. Yeah. So I hope you don't think that you've done anything wrong. I know that you... No, you, I, don't, you I didn't a, feel that. A weird you, place. You know, you, you, you feel uh, tangentially responsible. Sure. Um, like, like that's how people react when they feel bad. Right. When, when they actually are like, sorry... Yeah. Is they feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that started my Berlin trip. Not not to mention that uh, the airlines lost my luggage. Oh, um, God. So I didn't have luggage for the first two, two days. So uh, And that's where I discovered that uh, my makeup bag and everything was confiscated. <laughs> I'm so sorry. As much as the, the people in the topic earlier didn't consent to being bring, brought into those things, like I did not consent to a 35-day travel day either. I, so I Wait, just got it's here. not 35 days. <laughs> sorry, sorry, 35 hours. 35 hours, hour. hour, not day. I'm, I'm a little sleep deprived. You're still jet lagged. It's fine. But I'm happy to see you. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're it here. Was, it was a, what, a week and a half that you were here producing content. Mm-hmm. What are some highlights what are, without getting in, in highlights. too much? Cause we'll have a, we'll have a full. I pod. had some amazing scenes. So I need to do this more. I think I need to travel and uh, like some really amazing players. Like uh, even just yesterday, I got, single tailed by this master whipmaster AJ uh that was the most erotic flogging and whipping I mean it was painful sure and I have stripes on my back to prove that but it was erotic it was it turned me on it took me to next level play it was magic um so i had a lot of that i had a an incredible so i've been training my ass to be fisted for nine months Ooh. i had some amazing starting in manchester then london and then germany i had some marathon fist sessions and it was glorious nice. so uh i've had some really amazing scenes and i'm really happy to have gotten to meet really great players and new people and everyone's just been fantastic and beautiful oh um I, well while while you were gone if we're just going to talk about the before Folsom's, um i i had a nice time too got some content up we got the new timu hall going um people really really like that how's that doing it's it's good people think people love that though i will i do want to call out if you're using timu Delete your credit cards when you're done. Oh. I, that's what that's what I did because some people are like they've been accused those. of stealing your credit card information and this and that. Um, so I mean I've I've got I've got restrictions on my card. I watch all of that. Mm. Um, we don't want to promote a, a a website that has that's bad, unethical, unethical. Yeah. But also that uh, none of that was really clear and it's not been confirmed. I did look into it. It hasn't been confirmed that I saw. Okay. But beside the point. Um, I had lots of fun. I, it was nice to be back to normal schedule for me, like to stream, to to edit. I got to have some nice. So you're with saying friends. when I leave, you can get shit done? 
That's, I always that's get shit done when you're there or not. <laughs> but I feel bad when I don't spend time with you. You know, know. That, that's a normal I really, thing. I really, really missed you. I really I miss missed you. I missed you too. So... I can't wait to go explore Germany with you. I know. I'm excited. Uh, what else happened? Oh, I went to a werewolf game night. Werewolf game night? When you were gone. So, wait. What is that? So, it is... I mean, some of the some of the werewolves listen to the pod, so I don't want to be too... I don't want to share all the secrets. Don't dox them. I, I, <laughs> um, so, wait. Did you wear werewolf costumes or oh. what? Do you have no, claws? No, so it's, it's a game night that happens on full moon weekends. Oh. Um, and, it's, and it's people that... Like it was very furry, it was very puppy, it was very uh werewolfy. So people like people were wearing like I wore like my pu- a puppy play T-shirt. We have a werewolf T-shirt. We do. I didn't wear that because because <laughs> that one says Halloween. Halloween. We, we don't. I don't. It wasn't Halloween, but it was really fun. We actually we did play the game Werewolf, which is like Mafia, mm. which is kind of like Among Us. Yeah, if you know that. No. Which is really fun. Um, very kink, very kink coded. Everyone there was part of the kink community, so like. I don't know. Did werewolf play happen afterwards? Who knows? Maybe you'll just have to find out later. But it was really fun. <laughs> it was it was something I would not normally do. I was trying to to be adventurous and and do some things while you were out and about and social and socialize. Yeah. I had dinner with uh, Show Off Jonah the other night. Oh, he came to town. He, he was in town. Ta- yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a really nice dinner. Oh, good. Um, and we I I've known him and his partner for forever. So it was nice to catch up with them. Um, and oh what else oh and then while all of the nacho stuff was happening we're not getting back into that but i ended up hanging out with lux our friend lux and we went to the hot springs so i logged off for two days went Wait, to the hot springs sarasota hot springs no oh. the kabuki in oh the kabuki city, oh in the city which okay. is this little I was say, it's road trip this hot springs in japantown which is really cute but they have men only nights on like mondays and saturdays so we went on a saturday um, so I was actually in the best possible headspace when everyone was like, nacho, nacho, nacho. Yeah. Like, there's not a perfect headspace for that. You're just soaking in a tub. But I, no, no. But when I was like, <laughs> after a nice day of relaxing, I was like, okay, let's handle this. What, what is happening? But we went and it was really cute because as a demisexual person going to a hot springs, it's absolutely cruisy. It's men only night in San Francisco. Oh, like, we recognize a number of the guys that were there. But it's also, it was, it was in, it was like reservation only. Oh. And what was funny is like when me and Lux were like, let's go to the hot springs. Let's give ourselves a day to just relax. We ended up like calling in and they're like, for how many? And we said two. Apparently we got the last two spots that day. So it was meant to be. But what I really liked about the hot springs is it's very hypno, like it's very hypno friendly. How? Have you ever tried to hypnotize yourself? Spirals on the wall. No, well, no, they had like, (laughs) oh yeah, that that that, like that that kind of music, yeah, like hot spring or like spas, saunas, especially the wet one. You kind of just feel like this undulating like heat on your body. It was really really soothing. Did you go into trance? Oh yeah, I had I had a number of awkward boners that I I didn't mean to. (gasps) Well, it was men's only night. Like there were people <laughs> cruising either way. Like I know for a fact Lux is getting some numbers. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was it was really nice and I just it was an interesting headspace to be in cuz like it wasn't sexual, obviously. But I was able to just kind Except of your boner you're throwing around. I could get in tune with my inner sexual person. I wasn't there to have sex. I was there to relax. But within that you kind of you go into your mind and you think and you zone out. And it was really like it was really it was really fun and nice for me that way. Like the oh, sauna was that. super, super relaxing. I love that. Um I again I don't want to give away like stuff that happened at Folsom. Um I did get felt up by TSA though. 
on the way here. I don't know if that's a good thing, but okay. Um, I'm I'm usually very good at traveling. Oh, I, my TSA agent uh, recognized me as I was coming through. Aww, He's like, are you cute. Christopher? What's the safe word? Aww. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, mine, I'm wearing, so I'm wearing like tight, tight, tight pants right now. Like tight sweatpants you to be comfy. You always do. I know. This is why I can't take you to Wyoming anymore. I, I know. Stop. <laughs> I know. But when I went through TSA, um, you know, those body scanners and I have to do body scan because I have my collar and I can't. I can't go through like metal detectors, but the body scan goes through. And apparently the only spot on me that, that highlighted was my crotch in both the front and the Were back. Were you wearing chastity? No. Oh. Though I do know people that have gone through TSA and chastity. Don't do that. I do it all the time. But the guy was like this really, really friendly guy, like maybe 5'10", shaved head, kind of gingerish, had glasses. Nice guy. Um, but he's like. Oh, we got a we've got an issue here. We got to I have to pat you down. Do you need privacy? And I said, "No, I'm fine. <laughs> not really. I'm, I'm all over not. the internet." <laughs> and he's like, "Are you not wearing anything down there?" I was like, no, I took off my chastity earlier. This is working. And he <laughs> kind of giggled not, at that. He didn't he, say he, that. <laughs> you know, he's like, "You're not wearing anything down there, right?" <laughs> like clearly queer. Oh. Like like was like, "You're not wearing anything down there." And I was like, "Nope, nothing Do you think down there." He recognized Just, you? I don't think so. Okay. But if he did, call me. Um, so he had to like do the back of the hand, like, and kind of aggressive. Like I got like a, like a, ooh, a little, ooh, when he like went over it m- multiple times. Um, very professional. Nothing bad happened, but I just thought it was really funny. I've never been felt up by TSA. Mm. I've never had my crotch get flagged, mm. but apparently I'm just packing in multiple ways. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. your kabuki boner. <laughs> my kabuki. Please don't call it a kabuki boner. I I don't like that. No, that's going to stick. Feels that's like going to stick. No, that feels like a... a that, I no, don't think that's you're, the thing now. I fe- that feels like you're appropriating a... a oh, God. A culture. No. I'm not doing that here today on this podcast. Please do not. Um, Jesus. But it was a, it was a good week otherwise. I, I, I missed I missed seeing you. It felt weird not, not getting to, to sit down and... And work, but also just sit down and like catch up on the day. Like I, and, I, I Facetime with you. And a these bunch. podcasts, we actually we, we catch up a lot on our podcast. We do. We do. We share fun <laughs> stories for the podcast, which yeah. I which I like because it it makes me excited for the podcast. Not yeah. that we don't talk otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but like I get to hear about like the so for instance. Before before the podcast, you were telling me about the trip, and I was like, "No, don't tell me too much," because like you said, that you met some really cool people. Yeah, who you? That is so, a segue for you to tell me who segue. you met. Uh, so uh, I, I stayed with a, a guy named Simon in Manchester, who was lovely, love, love, loved. Um, and then I stayed in London with uh, Ollie and his partner from Fetish Daddy. Who got to I got to beer. meet I got to meet Rebecca from the Cock Destroyers. <gasps> um, you did mention that. I'm so jealous. Fetish Daddy Rebecca made Moore. her a oh. Marilyn Monroe uh, Marilyn Monroe. skirt, uh, uh, that white skirt. But they did it all in latex, and the petticoat for it was like 20 layers of latex. I have a video of her that I took on the sly um, of her twirling around in it. It is fantastic. Well, is I'm so sure beautiful. she wouldn't care that you took a video of no her no she was super performing. sweet she wants okay. to come on the podcast we'll oh my have god her on. please um yeah they're they're coming destroy out destroy my cock they're mom. working on a no, new show and so that will be coming nice. out um but yeah it was it was fun to meet her i loved walking around london and london is just such a 
big city, but it just works. And people are just jostling and going everywhere. It's just so busy and vibrant jostling everywhere. Sounds so sexual. I know. Mm, it kind of jostling. Was. <laughs> I just jostled. I got Aww. recognized places, which was always sweet. Okay. And, and okay. Nice. No, I mean, it made me feel okay. good when people recognized me. Well, actually, so like, for instance, I, when, when I was driving here to the hotel, um, we I, we drove past the Rio or the Rui. Yeah, yeah, I never know how to pronounce it, but that was the first hotel that we stayed at. Years like what yeah. seven years ago together? Yeah, six I years think ago that together. was Easter. We and stayed there. It was it was Easter. So just reminiscing on like going to snacks, which is like the sixteen floor sex club that has an ice cream shop on the top. Yeah. yeah, you like the ice cream shop. The ice cream shop. Was <laughs> You're great. the only person who goes to a no, sex I did club. No, what enjoys the ice cream shop the most? <laughs> no, I went to the ice cream shop because I wanted to be like I went to the ice. cream shop at the sex club okay that sounds like the warehouse the sex warehouse shop (laughs) i'll lick your popsicle okay okay katie berry (laughs) did you know that there's now a sound command on the stream that's i'll lick your popsicle (laughs) me saying it no i it's me voicing over the Uh, instead of will melt your popsicle which is the lyric in the katie perry song uh, California girls, which Daddy does not know. I do. You'll lick her popsicle. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that lyric. <laughs> anyway, um, and otherwise, I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened in the, the last two weeks. But I had a wonderful podcast last week with Race. He was the stand-in Daddy. Mm. We talked about activism, which feels especially topical considering this week's topic. Yeah, but. It, it, it was it was a it was a relaxing time to be home and within this travel i'm reminded how much i fucking hate traveling overseas because something always happens well we you always just get gotta delays. go with the flow Ugh. and hopefully you'll be smooth sailing going home but you're here now i was oh my god i was last night when you couldn't make your flight i was so upset for you you're telling um, me and I, and I was so looking forward to snuggling with you in bed last night i, I missed you so much i missed you too. okay it sounded a little disingenuous at the end there what? No, I, <laughs> I missed you too and and last night so like the spark notes of that trip like my one hour layover should have been just an hour turned into a seven hour layover the second i landed and i was like oh that sucks but okay then ter- this, then that flight also got canceled, which we never got emailed about, got no notifications. No. I was at my gate with 50 other people and we were all like, is the, is Where's it the happening? Plane? Is it not? Like there was no one at the, the flight attendant box to help anyone. And that's, so that's ridiculous. Thankfully, they got us a hotel and I'll tell you all the stories all about that. But someone tried to break it. Oh, I know. I saw your uh, Instagram reel after you forced me to watch it. <laughs> well, OK, you went out oh, to the bar last that night. That was so, and so people... weird. I was at Prince Connect last night and everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry about your puppy. Oh, is your puppy? Oh, your puppy. At least he had a good bath. I'm like. What? Nice How do you know all this? Nice like, they knew more about your trip than I did. <laughs> they didn't know more. They just paid attention. Oh, shame okay. rattle. Okay. <laughs> um, all that to say, though, I'm excited to be here. I'm so I'm so happy to be back in Berlin. Berlin's such a nice city. The mm. culture is lovely. The shops are so cute. Walking around this city is going to be really fun, and I can't wait to explore it with you. Yep. Um. But I want to say thank you all for listening to today's podcast. Before we get into the after aftercare, there's we always end the the show on our Patreon with like more than just updates about our life or the topic at hand, um, but with a specific question from our patrons. Mm-hmm. Like, what so was? So we're we gonna do it for everyone. Yeah, we're okay. gonna do an aftercare for everyone this week because I because being on the road it just has been difficult, and I 
I know that this specific topic was very heavy. Yeah. So like what, what have been some topics in the past? People have asked about kids when they ask about kink at a, at a young age. Uh, people have talked about feet fetishes. And today's specific question I'm pulling from our aftercare podcast options is going to be on, um, I would love an aftercare about Dom and sub drop. If you ever experienced it and ways that you specifically cope. And this one comes from Megan. Thank you, Megan, for the question. So I think before we get into the our how we cope, what's aftercare to Dom sub drop? Like what's what's drop? So drop is, you know, you have this amazing experience with someone, uh, the scene's really great, and then you go off you kind of split off to go back to your normal lives and you get kind of kind of a depression or a kind of a feeling of sadness because it's over mm. um and because the 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 scene you did or were involved with what built you such a natural high of endorphins uh your endorphins come down and you drop and it's and people don't know how to cope sometimes yeah people don't even realize yeah sometimes. They, they're like why am i depressed yeah um, and they might actually have depression but that it, it, it compounds it, it's it's gonna it's gonna exponentially make drop worse for you if you're not conscious of that yeah because it's a it's i mean if you're looking at a graph you know when you're going up and those endorphins are flying flying you're going up well you can't stay up there forever mm-hmm. you're going to drop you're going to come back down to normal yeah. and sometimes it dips down below Normal. There's there's a limit to the amount of energy or the amount of endorphins, and if you don't have that time to recharge, you're going to be especially negative in the negative when you start to recharge. You know. So how I deal with it is doing a little self care. Um, so sometimes I'll just put music on and go for a walk around the block or to a park or something just to take my mind off of it and get me re. Centered, yeah, yeah, um, and then staying busy and going to the gym, uh, completing some tasks so you feel productive, uh, distracting yourself, distracting yourself a little bit. So you, you experience it. I experience it all the time because I do very intense scenes, sure, and those intense scenes are incredibly bonding and when it's with someone that you can't see every day uh you feel sad because you or want maybe it you to... don't get to see for like a week and a half <laughs> you don't seem to be dropping much i just want to call that out <laughs> well i, I just mean... want to call that out you know you look like you're real happy actually <laughs> i'm happy you're here oh, oh this is the so aftercare I, i'm going up mm. i'm going up right now <laughs> oh. up, up, up. uh-huh <laughs> meanwhile i'm so exhausted oh, oh you don't God. seem to be, be happy to see me actually the first thing you said was you seem in good spirits you do. Thank you. Yeah. Good save. <laughs> Contradicting yourself, but good save. Um, no, same though. And so what ooh, this is an interesting question. This okay. is why aftercares are always real fun because yeah. they always we always go into a topic, but then we ask stupid or unnecessary questions about it that actually There un- are no follow-ups. No, there are tons of follow-ups in aftercare. So I'm curious, do you think, in your own opinion, that people that deal with drop frequently are are like they have a resistance maybe to it to a degree? Or <sighs> Like, have you I, built a resistance to the drop? Yes. Are you waiting uh, for the beat to drop? <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Um, 
Yes. I think when it's a repeated pattern, which it is kind of with me, you know what to expect. You can mentally tell yourself, okay, this is what is occurring. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's not going to be last forever. Um, I'm going to keep busy and push my way through this till I get to the next fun experience. Hmm. Um, And yeah, I think that happens a lot. (laughs) It's funny here, here in Berlin, I'm walking around, uh, reminded of like every ex I have now either lives or is visiting Berlin this weekend. So, <laughs> okay, well that's, that convert, that but, took a turn, I know, honestly, so no, no. but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know what to expect now. Sure. So it, I'm not letting it bug me. I'm not letting it bother me. Um, because I know I've had to deal with those drops already. Um, and I'm not going to do it again. Oh, good for you. So you learn from your drops too. Like as actually, and this has nothing with kink because, you know, kids not doing kink. But as a child, I dealt with drop at a young age because I was a very lonely kid. Like I I went to Catholic school. I, I did not like my my experience in school. But the way that I always kept myself motivated and from like negativity was like always looking towards or forward to what whatever I had planned that coming weekend or giving myself something to look forward to that evening after school and after homework was done. Like making sure that I had something to focus on that was a positive thing in my life, a positive influence. And I think that that's why drop has never really, like I get drop sometimes, but much like you said, when you're cognitively able to call it out, it helps actually, for me at least, so much. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not being, I'm not being wild. I'm not being outlandish i just am feeling the the energy dropping and let yourself feel those emotions yeah it's okay it's okay to feel things my my therapist it's like watching a sad movie you know it it puts you in a a space uh that is a little melancholy um so if you're in that space just embrace it a little bit and know that you're going to be coming out of it that's kind of topical to today's topic though too is like things that make you sad or things that unpack maybe some trauma are good to sit through we're not condoning. We're not Process. authorizing. Process. There's no consent involved when it's really terrible, bad things that have happened. Yeah. But like processing things is a way in which we just deal with things. <laughs> I mean, that's literally, that's such a stupid sentence. Processing things is how we deal with, of course. But I mean, like <laughs> the way in which we process them and we call them out yeah. and we organize our thoughts is a way in which we, we, we get over the hardships that come along with those, those bad stuff. You I, know, I agree. Did that make any sense? It did. <laughs> to, to answer the question, though, I experience drop occasionally. Oh, you know what else I do? What? I I eat. I get food. Yeah, sna- I, I was going to say, for me, snacks. Uh, my, my, I, I, have a, I have a box now. Thank you to whoever sent me a fucking box of 48 bags of Gardettos. Oh, my God. <laughs> one, of our, one of our lovely followers and patrons. Um, so, I always have snacks now. Thank you. I'll never have... I'll never have con drop. Never be out of Gardettos. But snacks are always really helpful. Um, I like to have a video game or a show to watch to keep my yeah. A good movie will do it. Yeah. Oh, Spirited Away will always will always cure a little bit of my drop. Yeah. You're gonna spirit me away. That's kind of sexy, but also like I'm not not into kidnapping as a consensual non consent thing. But again, you need to consent to kink. And what if it's with those little brown poopy things? First of all, they are black soot sprites, and <laughs> they are not poopy, and With they're legs. adorable. They are. I from, love them. From uh, the Miyazaki the sprites, film, sprites, Spirited sprites, Away, if you're not familiar. They're soot sprites. Soot sprites. 
You ignorant little. Okay, that sounds German. <laughs> Soot Sprite. <laughs> well, when you say Soot Sprite, Soot Sprite, it does kind of sound a little German. But we're, oh my God. Speaking of Germany, though, oh, we're Daddy, loopy. are you ready? You were a little loopy. I'm actually not that jet lagged, uh. considering I, I don't want to tell the stories today, but I. The number of times I was woken up by people yesterday, I was trying to get naps in because mm. I, I could not sleep on that flight. I know. I, you you knee, never can sleep on a plane. No, I definitely couldn't sleep on this one, though, because I didn't even have space to put my legs. Mm. I'll explain why next week. So I didn't get to sleep, but I'm like napping in the in the tiny little like part of our airport. And there were so many kind, nice people that kept waking me up as they were boarding the multiple flights that happened over the seven hours I was there. But God damn it. If I was so upset every time someone woke me up, cause I was just trying to get a, were they happen. waking you up? Cause they thought you were missing the flight. Yes. And oh. that's why I'm like, I was never mad at them. But I was like, God damn it. I just <laughs> closed my eyes and I hate napping. Oh. I hate napping, but you know, it's, it's better than missing the flights. So, that's true. Yeah. So shout out to those people. There was this really nice lady who lit, who felt so bad after she woke me up too. And I was like, no, it's okay. Anyway, we're in Berlin. <laughs> we're loopy as heck. But you know what we're not going to have right now? What? Drop. Because we're going to no go drop. do something fun. We're going to go get some food. We're going to have a great day. We're just going to do a mic drop. That's it. No, please don't drop the mics. I don't want <laughs> Please. Let's do it. No, no. And I just want to say thank you guys again for listening in. I know today's yes. topic was heavy. Um, yes. But it needs to be said. Yeah. The education needs to happen. Taboo and- kinks are allowed. But you need to be ethical in kinks and there's just certain taboo kinks you don't practice in this way and if you see us out and about walking around we are never mad about taking pictures or stopping to say <laughs> hi because I, I i get that all the time i get back to my hotel room i'll have like four messages i saw you out but i didn't want to say hi because i didn't want to bother you so like, if you're hearing this and yeah. you are at Folsom berlin yeah. please come say hi yeah. We and we'll be at the we'll be at the festival, which yeah, is, yeah, we'll be at the bars. I mean, this is literally I'm posting this right after we're done. So. I know we have never like this is hot off the press. This is happening yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, thank you guys again. If you're a patron, thank you for your support. Yes, you guys thank are you, still going to get a video. It just might take a minute. Yeah. Um. If you're not a patron, maybe maybe uh maybe consider joining because you get fun conversations that get pretty in depth on top of. The podcast that already comes out weekly. The video version of the podcast. That too. Yeah. So you get to see Daddy do this. I am yeah, flexing right now. And, and this. And oh, I'm taking my clothes off right now. And, uh, and don't lie to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> we have done. We, we should do another one, though, where we do it like. We did one where we were naked. We once. did the naked. It was like yeah. the naked truth or something. Maybe yeah. we'll do another like Q&A naked. We'll one. do another ne- naked yeah, podcast. Maybe. Okay. Um, but. All that to say, if you guys have opinions or questions or want to join the conversation, Daddy, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on my Twitter page, which is Christopher Weston, and that's Christopher with a K. If you want to see my naughty fan stuff, you can go to MrChristopher.com. And if you'd like to find me, I'm PupAmp everywhere, PupAmp.com for all the goods. But this has been a What's the Safe Word production of What's Your Safe Pod. We appreciate you guys all coming weekly <laughs> All coming weekly. <laughs> and listening to us banter. Except for those that are in chastity. And, <laughs> hey, you can come in chastity. I know. But we will see you all next week. Bye. And this is usually where like the aftercare would start. Yep. But but yep. we all got a little bit of aftercare this week. If you want more, join the Patreon. Um, what else, Daddy? What, what's the last thing you want to say before we head off to Berlin and oh, have all the fun? Where are we going to eat? I'm hungry. <laughs> that seems like a proper <laughs> place to end. <laughs>